Hey. Breezy. <laughs> Mo's nose. Season three. Peachy. It's about that time. Everybody turn your TVs on. The Mo's nose. Peachy. Breezy. And fair to God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine at all. We two gorilla silver back. Nah, silver. You know it's busting good discussion because we get it in. Every time you know we grinding. I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne. Breezy. Peachy. Mo's nose. And fair to God. Let's get it. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. Lightest talk, nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. What's going on, Faithful? The Nitty Gritty Niners Talk crew is back. It's been a minute. Peachy is in the building. Mo's Nose is in the building. What's going on, fam? What is up? What is up? I'm glad that I can come in here just rushing home for work, trying to get on here so we can spend a little time with the Faithful. Something's going on with my camera. I don't know what it is, but I'm here and that's all that matters and we just going to rock. Like it is. <laughs> I love this guy. Always. Mose, what's going on, fam? Uh needed this. Uh people at my job, they want to die. So um, <laughs> I need some, I need something to calm me down so I don't kill nobody. So just glad to be here. Amen. First two most Manic yep. Monday for Peachy. So yep, I know all about it. <laughs> well, I'm sure Moses' situation is it does it have to do with Philadelphia Eagle fans? Nope. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Good, cause uh, they crazy, crazy out there, man. They listen. I already knew they were crazy, cause we met the majority of them. But the stuff that they were doing, there's a clip. I'm not even gonna talk about that clip that's going around okay, right can, now. Can I do this? Okay, because my son is a Philly fan. I have a story. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my son, being a Philly fan, God love him. I love him so much. Yes, I do. But let me tell you what. He is the epitome of a Philly fan, though. I'm talking about arrogance, smug, talks stuff with the best of them, the whole nine yards, just, you know, thinks. I mean, seriously. So he decided last night that after the game that he was going to unleash two weeks of hell on me being a 49er faithful since I was eight and and basically take all of his anger that he has towards the 49er players, towards all the 49er fans that have been talking so much stuff that they have been talking since the game out on his mom. <laughs> and he unleashed it. And he unleashed it and he kept unleashing it and he kept unleashing it. And he was unleashing so much. I was telling Breezy, I was telling him, I said, he was literally talking about how he um, was kept unleashing it to where he wasn't even making any sense. That's how much he was. Delusional. They're delusional at this moment. He was unleashing it that much because the stuff that he started saying didn't make any sense in the end. Mm -hmm. 
because so I told him and I wasn't yelling. I told him, I said, hey, not too long ago, you guys wanted to trade Jalen Hurts. Don't forget about that because you didn't believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't know. I said, but Kendrick, you guys were having quarterback turmoil. I said, oh, our quarterbacks get along. You guys weren't having your quarterbacks weren't getting along because everybody hated Carson Wentz and <laughs> they all this stuff. So he was getting mad, right? So at the end, Mose, you really appreciate this. So at the very end, now he had drinks behind him and everything with liquid courage. So he was coming at me, coming at me. At the end, I told him, I said, you got anything else to say? Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did he did he go quiet for for a minute? Did he go? Did he at least go quiet for a minute? He didn't know what to say. Like he literally froze because he did not know what to say because everything that he said, I had to come back for. I'm sure that he could not stand what Colin Cowherd had to say today. I'm sure it made him really, really, really mad. I'm surprised I'm sure he listened to it. Like it made uh, him, but. I let him do it. I said, you know what? Your team lost. I'm going to let you unleash. But everything that, but like I told him, I said, but Kendrick, though, at the end of the day, but none 49 players were wrong because your defense, once they played a quarterback who was halfway healthy, who could throw the football, they didn't look the same out there. I'm, I'm just telling you. I mean, they they didn't look like that Vaughn D line. I mean, they didn't sack Pat Mahomes. I know they didn't sack Pat Mahomes. I mean, it was. <laughs> they didn't. They, they didn't sack Pat Mahomes. I, like, look. But anyway, I was just yeah. So I just had to tell my story of. That's something we're gonna talk about on the show too, because it was like, obviously, our quarterbacks they injured our quarterbacks, so. Mm-hmm question is is it because of our offensive line is it because of the scheme right. is it because of whatever it was that we did clearly Andy Reid all right doesn't make him like the smarter coach it just makes him a coach that pays attention to details in my opinion to where the simple fact he watched the team get their ass whipped and he did exactly the opposite right he <laughs> ran the same damn plays the 49ers were doing instead of leaving a backup tight end on Hassan Reddick, he decided to say, hey, running back, how about you go and chip this guy yeah. as well? Opposed to Kyle Shanahan feeling like, hey, man, if I could get Christian McCaffrey open, uh, they still had Debo as the decoy, like you said, Mose. And unfortunately, I-, I will say, though, on that play, it was a lot different to where Reddick was lined up. So Reddick on Croft was far Stretch to the outside. He wasn't like that on 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 Gray. And so right. if you go and look at it, his lineup was a tad bit different. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't come the same way, but maybe he just knew he can get over on old man Croft because Croft is old. Like he been in the league for a minute. But yeah. a lot of stuff we're gonna get to on today's show. We'll recap the Super Bowl, and it's time to kick it into the off season. It's time to kick the gear into the off season officially. Officially starts for the NFL today. We'll talk about that. Shout out to everybody that's watching. All the members of the channel. I truly appreciate you guys. Don't forget to join the channel. Don't forget. Also, most importantly, like. Like this joint. Comment. 
right? Don't forget to leave a comment in the comment section and subscribe to the channel. You can also become a member for those that aren't members, so make sure you do that. The show is also streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy, so go ahead and check that out. Make sure you follow following Nitty Gritty Niners Talk on Instagram and Twitter. It's the same, at NGN Talk. And then the Facebook group, please join the group uh, at Nitty Gritty Niners, all right? All you got to do is answer three questions. Miss Debbie is the administrator over there. If you answer the questions correctly, you will be in. Don't try to join the group and not answer the questions because she will leave your ass in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to override what she does on Facebook. That's not how Breezy operates. And she ain't about to switch me down. Pause. Y'all know what that means. I'm, right. I'm tired. I'm 41 years old. I don't want. Am I 41? Can't remember from 41 or 42, but I'm in my 40s, and either way, I'm 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 42 already. Damn, you I said been, it was your Ronnie Lot year. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, I've been telling people to turn 42. One, bro. Shoot, you just turned 42. <laughs> <laughs> no, your said, birthday was a couple weeks ago, dog. Let me tell you how my day went. Right? Did the Wayne Breezy show this morning? Check. It was dope. It's mm-hmm. official. Everybody was in there. It was dope. Right? It was an hour, 15 minutes, perfect timing. I had to go to the the podiatrist today. Went to the foot specialist today because I've been telling you for two years, my feet hurt. So I decided to go to a guy that was recommended to me from my my boy from my band. He recommended this uh, podiatrist to me. So I went to go check him out. Went and got my feet scanned. Bro, my feet so bad. Listen, I kept asking the guy, say, yo. He asked me what shoe size did I wear. So, I, well, I started off at a 10 and a half, and somehow I'm like 11 and a half and 12. I don't know how my feet are growing. He said, silly, your feet aren't growing. Your feet are flat. And since your feet has no arch to it, right, that's why I have that plantar fasciitis. There was no me rolling my foot over a ball that was going to help this, right? Since I have that, I had to get orthotics done, which I thought was going to be, you know, $50, $60. Know what I'm saying? They just... No, mm-hmm. bro, <laughs> listen. Uh, I, I can't even, I'm not even gonna tell you how much I spent. All I know is I had to put it on credit. That That's how much it costs to get orthotics. I was like, damn, but he told me once I start wearing these, it's gonna help build my arch back in my feet, right? And it's gonna release all the pressure, and my feet will go back to somewhat of being normal. And I felt like a little kid in the candy store. And he wouldn't let me leave either. And and so I, I realized what he was doing. He was trying to get me to buy every pair type of shoe in the store. Don't you wear dress shoes when you when you perform? <laughs> Don't you when you do uh, you work out, right? You're gonna so if you're working out, you're just running, you wear these sneakers. But if you're gonna move laterally, you're gonna need this orthotic because mm-hmm. it's fiberglass or some fiber optics. It was di- damn whatever it was. He sold me. All I know is my feet are supposed to be corrected. Now, if my feet don't get corrected, there's gonna be a lot of slow singing and flower bringing. If you know what I'm talking about, since we get referencing Biggie on mm-hmm. on this evening. But that was my day, and then uh, had to go get Rome, and I realized that that young gentleman is a talker, and there's nothing I can do. Oh, really? Oh, I wonder, I wonder where he gets that from. Peachy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was my day, and now we're here 
Uh, shout out to Fair who couldn't be here. He's work, actually working late. So um, it's good to be back. It's good to be seen with all you guys. Again, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. All right. If you got some ideas for some shows, there's the email, nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. It is the off season. We do plan to bring you uh, a show every Monday uh, due to, if, you know, see fit to our schedules and things like that. And don't forget there are, there is Nitty Gritty Niners apparel, which you can go to the shop, nittygrittyninersshop.com. Peachy is rocking the good old trade. You know what, Peachy? That's the last first round draft pick we, we've had. That's we right. Until next year. Unless. 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 You know what? You know what? <laughs> hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's Nitty why I wore the shirt. Here we go. <laughs> Houston picks up the phone. Mm. Yep. D'Amico and Nick is like, listen, man, I tell you what. I'm going to give you a first-round pick this year and a conditional second-round pick next year mm-hmm. for Trey Lance. Now, why would they do that? Because, I mean, maybe they're not sold on... D'Amico knows Trey. Mm-hmm. knows what Trey Lance can do. D'Amico likes Trey, too. He, he said a lot of great things about Trey. Thing about, <coughs> there's a thing about Davis Mills. Oh. It'll be cheaper for them, contractually-wise, to where they continue to build the team because Trey still got a couple of years left on his rookie, rookie deal. For the 49ers, it helps them recoup some picks and they might just be all in on Brock Purdy. I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing the hypotheticals out there. But Mose asked the question now, why would they do that? Speaking of that, Mose, did you see the trailer for the flash? Ooh. Bro, we talked we talked about it in the yeah. in the group chat, dog. Yeah. I can't wait. Yo, you so you bringing back Michael Keaton? I know like, from, from 1985, Batman. Yes. Like, oh my god. Like, like Prince did the soundtrack, Batman? Wait. Bro. Bro. All right. Back to the question. Back to the hypothetical. <laughs> All right. They saying I'm being weird out there. And I, I get it. People thinking it's a Madden trade. It's not a Madden trade. Actually, no, I mean, it, I, I, I wouldn't say you're being weird. I think all hypotheticals at this time of year are are out there in the open because, you know, we don't know what anybody's going to do. However, I would say if you're Houston mm-hmm. and you have the number two and the number 12 overall pick, mm-hmm. I feel like you can get your quarterback. And like, yeah, D'Amico knows Trey, mm-hmm. but Trey has been in the league, what, two years now? So he has mm-hmm. technically three years on his rookie deal. Two years mm-hmm. plus the fifth-year option, right? Where you can get a young guy now and have the full five years. But what if they're not sold on these young guys? Because when you look at the guys that are coming out, no disrespect to Ohio State's quarterback – or, or or the other guy, I can't remember the team that he's from. But anyway, no disrespect. They just don't look. I'm not saying they can't come into the NFL. They won't be ready. Uh, but that is a good that's a good reason. But you know the upside you're going to get from a Trey Lynch. You know he's a bigger guy. He's been working on his body. Unfortunately, he was injured a couple of uh, you know, his uh, last season. Yeah. And so you it's just the it's just the known opposed to the unknown. Now, as far as contractual situations i like where you're going with this mo but i'm just saying what if D'Amico does do something crazy not saying he will i'm just saying what if there's right. an offer out there opposed yeah. to signing like jimmy garoppolo as a free agent and then drafting that guy and spending more money on a quarterback and then getting that 
picks that you were talking about having a, a rookie quarterback, which means they would have to waste the pick. And for, and, and, to, and, to, and and here's the thing. This is what I don't want to happen to D'Amico Ryans because I actually like the guy. Mm-hmm. I like Robert Sala too, but I thought I thought personally drafting the quarterback was mm-hmm. going to be to his downfall. Now he's got to figure that out because I do know when you pick your quarterback as a head coach, that's you better guy. keep it right because mm-hmm. that's when your clock starts. Mm-hmm. I want D'Amico to get at least two or three years. Right. Right. Bryce Young was the other guy. Thank you so much. Right. So, so, I'm, so I mean. You want D'Amico to get two or three years, but I think if you trade a first round pick, if you're Houston, mm-hmm. even if it's twelve, right? Even if you you keep two and you give mm-hmm. up twelve, yes. mm-hmm. um, even if you give up twelve mm-hmm. for Trey Lance, mm-hmm. to me that starts the clock for D'Amico as well because you're giving up first round draft capital on your guy. You're telling me that from what you've seen in San Francisco, this kid is ready. So essentially, he is being stacked up against Davis Mills. He's being stacked up against uh, at least, at least CJ Stroud, Bryce mm-hmm. Young, and Will Levis. Yes. So he has off the rip, he's got to be better than four quarterbacks. Now, the only thing that it, it could be a benefit is the fact that they're bringing Bobby Slowick over and coordinator. I was about to say that. Yeah. All right, so that's ahead. that's the that's the only that's the only benefit mm-hmm. is D'Amico is coming in and he's establishing a culture. He has a quarterback that he loves. who's uh, helping to establish that culture. And now you bring over Bobby Slowick, who was in this building, who knows Trey Lance, and they kind of speak the same language. language. There so we go. While, so while Trey Lance hasn't played significant amount of football in the NFL. He has more experience than the three rookies which makes in this draft class, for which this does team. give him for that team, he, right? So mm-hmm. that, that that does put him ahead of the curve. So that, that that's why when you, when when you talk these things out, people and in hindsight, they're like, "Oh, Breezy, you being weird, this Matt." But when you talk these things out and you look at all the additional factors that go into it, mm-hmm. it does make sense. Now we ain't going to get two. No, just, no, 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 no. We're not getting put two. Put that out there. We're not getting two. 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 It, but it's, it's possible 12, we could get we could get twelve, which is and like you said, either a conditional second round second, pick or maybe what, even conditional a third, third round or a fourth yeah, round yeah. pick, something like that. Yeah, like it's a possible. conditional third that might turn into a second or or something but, going forth. It, it, it's but, a way for the Niners to rebuild in the draft, and. They don't have to necessarily waste that fifth-year option on Brock Purdy because it was a seventh-round pick. And then they could go out and do it again. It's almost like what they're doing. It's like uh, – So what do you do at the quarterback position then if you're San Francisco? So I think they bring in a veteran, and I'm going to let Peachy talk about this. So, like, this is Peachy's, like, specialty. She's no, She knows these veterans. She knows the type of veteran. So, Peachy, let's say they go this route. Let's say Brock Purdy, because Reaper uh, underscore Cobra 96 wants to know how long Purdy is going to be out for. And, and, and according to Purdy, it's six months, but he's leaving it up to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So when he gets the surgery, when he goes in for the surgery, if the doctor recommends him getting the hybrid surgery, mm-hmm. it's a possibility that six months turns into a, a, a longer. Yep. Nine. Okay, so six right. to nine, like that's that's longer, nine months, and mm-hmm. then you got to leave in the possibility that something can go wrong, which could turn into twelve. Now you're talking the whole season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but right now 
It's six months. So let Peachy, let's talk about some of these vets that might be available in free mm-hmm. agency. Because there's one I believe you were talking about, and I scratched my head, and I thought, wait a minute. It might make sense to even bring him in here. Who you got? Who are you thinking that's a free agent that you know off the top of your head that might be available? And if you don't know, I'll, I'll throw some out there. Well, um, after um, listening to TV today and people talking about it, apparently there's a couple of rumors that have been thrown out there about Derek Carr. Mm. Which was really interesting because I didn't realize that Derek Carr was even interested in coming to San Francisco until today. I didn't hear about this, Peachy. Go ahead. Yeah. You, you let us know. He is actually interested in coming to the 49ers. So that was something that came out today that I was not aware of that he was interested in coming here. Um, Brunel, uh, Jacoby Brissett, I'm 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 pretty good on that. He's a free agent. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, which which uh, Derek Carr isn't a free agent, so we have to trade for him, right? No, no, that's okay. actually not true because Derek ahead, Carr, you got it. okay, because Derek Carr has um declined, there's no trade clause, and the Raiders are going to release him, so he is going to be a free agent because he can go wherever he like if, if they release him. No, 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 they, they're, they're um, gonna they're, have they're gonna have to, they're, they're going they're, to. They're not because gonna play him. A, so, yeah. So what happened was, bro, he went. He he. They they granted him the ability to talk to other teams to see if a trade could correct. get done. Mm-hmm. He went and he spoke to New Orleans. Had a mm-hmm. good conversation with New Orleans. Yep. Now this isn't confirmed, but he left that meeting with New Orleans, and then he went back to the Raiders and said, "I don't wish to be traded to New Orleans or any mm-hmm. other team in the NFL." NFL. Mm-hmm. The reasoning is he doesn't want his new team to have to waste draft capital that they can use right. to continue to build the roster. He doesn't so, want to. to so to he's so he's 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 basically forcing his no trade clause, mm-hmm. which is going to force the, the Raiders hand and they're going to have to release him. Yeah. Then he can go talk to whoever he wants and then he can get signed because at that point he will be a free agent. But I don't I don't. I. The out. Raiders, the Raiders have no choice but to release him because if they don't release him, mm-hmm. then they're on the hook for a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So they have to release him I don't because think if not, then they have saying. to pay him like a. I forgot. It's like upwards of twenty something so million what do they dollars. Have to pay something if like they that. release him, what's the difference? Uh, not hardly anything at all. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm about to pull it up for the Raiders right now, but. Um... I think if it's a if it's a post, so if they if they if they keep him, he's due he's due forty two million for this year. Hell no, really? Yeah, it's a lot. And then if they if they um, got to be some type of him, that it's um yeah, it's just um some kind of like all his um I forgot what you call it kicks in this year. So so they have to pay him all that if they keep him. No, that's, I mean that's fine. I'm just I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what's the cut because there's a pre-cut, yeah. post you know certain mm-hmm. date June first, and then there's the so his so his base salary is thirty two million. Mm-hmm. His signing bonus and workout bonus is only is a little bit under two million. So if they cut him, he'll only be on the hook for that two million. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why. So and they'll only they, and they'll only yeah. take dead cap hit. 
of 5.6 million. Yeah, that's yeah, why. That's, what, that's the number I was asking about. Like, what yeah. does it cost for them to cut? Right. So they, they pretty much have already said that they're going to re- just let him go. So if they cut him, they save 20 something million dollars, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're still going to give him his guarantee, whatever he was guaranteed, but they save an astronomical amount. A lot of money. So let's see. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, listen. It's right. They save like almost 30 million. Yeah, it's football and people do dumb shit. So we'll see what happens uh, with this because I'm thinking they don't have to cut him. Now, he doesn't have to play. So what? So here's the thing. He gets that whether he doesn't play or not. I thought football goes to your contract. Now, if, it, if, he, if, if he's on the roster, then that, on the he roster, gets paid. Yeah. That's his contract. That yeah. Broken up at per game. So he won't get even he won't get paid all of that. Right. He still has to play. So if he makes the roster, doesn't he get a roster bonus? I'm thinking how our st- how our contracts are worked out with your roster bonus broken down. So like, if you make the roster, then your roster, the money that you was gonna make for your roster bonus gets dividend or divided up into the amount of games you're on. You play, right? So I'm just trying to figure out this. Now I don't agree with Carr, but that that. That's a that's a sad I didn't event. say I didn't say that that I wanted Carr for everybody out there in the chat. What I said was is that I was shocked because he never talked about coming to San Francisco, but until today, whenever I was watching the programs on TV and they said that now the 49ers are being mentioned as a spot where he would, but of course we would be because we're one of the top teams in the National Football League and we're set to win now. So of course he wanna to go to a team. That is set up to win now. So it definitely makes sense that he would want to do that. And guys, by the way, this is a long offseason. And these shows, we're just talking. Nobody wants to trade Trey Lance. That's not what we're saying. We are just I, talking get, I, about shit, different things. Me a first round draft pick, his ass is gone. No, but what, I, what I'm saying that, right? is. If I can recoup something for Trey because I like what I saw from Brock, I think you move on from him. And you just take the whatever you lost. I just think that's how it works. I don't like you said. No one wants to trade him, but then there if a, if there's a team dumb enough to make a make you an offer that you can't refuse, that's tough. But that's now tough. I will say, as far as as Derek Carr, and I think I had talked to Breezy about this last week. I will say that now Derek Carr hasn't exactly been around the best like offensive coaches. And we've all seen what Kyle can do with players. We don't know what Derek Carr will look like with Kyle Shanahan. And that and, and, and at this point in his career, we don't know. Derek Carr just wants to win. Right. I think right. It's time. He right? just we wants to know. win. So we, we I don't do I don't think know. he's coming in with an attitude or, right. or a mindset of I'm that guy. I don't care what Kyle's saying. Oh, I want to do things my right. way. Right. He wants yeah. to win. And one of the yeah. things that I do know about Derek Carr is the the attitude that he has and the leadership that he brings is 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 something that's that's special and you don't get from a lot of guys like right. he is one of those fiery competitive guys mm-hmm. you know that understands the game yep. of football like you know while he hasn't been a, a you know a top five generational quarterback he has been pretty good he's had some good years he's done some special yep. things in this league. And mm-hmm. I think if you give him a team yeah. that has the number one defense and right. an offense that boasts 
Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George yes. Kittle. Like, I understand he's had weapons in with the Raiders. Yeah. Like, he's had Darren Waller. He only had Devontae Adams for one year. Right. Outside of that, who have his receivers really been? Right. Like, they, they went out and they needed a receiver. They went out and they drafted Henry Ruggs. And we all know what happened with that story. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, good point. Like yeah. they had, they, they had, they had Brandon Jacobs, but the only reason why Brandon Jacobs, I mean, not Brandon Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, Josh the is. only reason why they had uh, Josh Jacobs is becoming a free agent is because this team didn't pick up his fifth year option. Correct. They didn't know he was going to have the year that he had. And the only really reason why he had that year is because of what Josh McDaniels does offensively. So we yeah. saw some, some, some different things, but like Peachy said, Derek Carr really hasn't had a great offense around him or great offensive coaching. You bring him to a type of team like the 49ers that has everything in place. Yeah. And we just need you. Everybody hates this term when they used to hate this term, but, but now everybody's throwing this. We just need you to manage the game. Right. We need you to manage the the game and don't turn and, and don't turn the ball over. We just need somebody healthy (laughs) who can, who can get out there and, I, I think that's where I am. Get the ball like, out of your hand. You know, I saw somebody <laughs> in the comment section said, "Yo, we just lost four quarterbacks in one season." Well, let, let's talk about that because um, if you run your quarterback up the middle consistently, nine times out of ten, he's going to be accessible to some type of an injury, <laughs> right? All right, mm-hmm. and then with Jimmy Garoppolo, you knew he was fragile; he gets hurt every season. And then when it came to Brock Purdy, I mean, no one knew that was going to happen. Like, come on, man. But he got his arm bent backwards and it ripped something. (laughs) No one knew that was going to happen. And then, I mean, technically, Josh Johnson got a concussion and just couldn't come back and play. I mean, Josh Johnson wasn't even on the team until Jimmy Garoppolo got injured. And then they went out and got another quarterback. I'm surprised they didn't bring Kurt Binkart back to the team or to the squad instead they signed right Josh Johnson so um yeah so so it's you, not like good you want to talk about health I'm listening bro because I know he health? was healthy the majority of his career Derek Carr 2014 as a rookie all 16 games 2015 all 16 games 2016 when it was still a 16 game season he played 15 games 2017 15 games 2018 16 2019 16 2020, 16, 2021, 17, 2022, 15. He missed a total of one, two, four games throughout his career. I, I, I think as, as, as a head coach, with your clock ticking, mm-hmm. you got to put up a championship. And yeah. I think Kyle Shanahan has to put up a championship. I think, I think at this point, it doesn't matter who, who's the quarterback – it doesn't matter how we win it. I don't care if we get uh, a, a, a holding penalty at the end of the Super Bowl and it gives us uh, right. a down <laughs> right. the game win a field goal. Exactly. Kyle Shanahan has to find a way to win it. Has to. Has he to. has to find these players that can stay healthy, like Peachy said. Health is everything because it comes down to attrition at the end of the day. Even in the game we just watched, the Super Bowl we just watched, right? Like, I still felt like the Eagles were the healthiest team. Like, they were literally the healthiest team, but they somehow got out-health or out-willed or, or whatever by Patrick Mahomes and those Kansas City Chiefs. Look, I don't take anything from Kadarius Tony. That boy has been written off his whole career since he's been in the NFL. I, I know he wasn't the MVP of the game. Yo, if he doesn't 
make Should've that been. Special but if he doesn't make that Man. return, yes, he doesn't get hit, bounce off. He's he's like a Debo Samuel. If he doesn't find a way to bounce off of right. the first initial contact, take mm-hmm. the joint, reverse the field, and run the opposite way and get all the way down and tiptoed almost in oh, nice. a touchdown, right? If he doesn't do that, they don't score the go-ahead touchdown to take that, you know, to give, give themselves that lead to where they're up by eight. Let's keep it a buck. Like, that's what he did. Guess what? They wrote him off. So the Chiefs figured it out. They had to get healthy at the right time, and they found a way to just out-health the healthiest team in football at the time. 49ers were totally unhealthy at the wrong time. They got unhealthy at the at the most critical position in football at the Put wrong time. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, I think he should retire. What are your thoughts on Tyrod Taylor? Don't want him. Mm-mm. Think it's time. I don't want Teddy Bridgewater either. No, nope. no. How is it that Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt every time he goes? Into I don't a game? understand that. I don't understand that. I, listen, nope. if we're mentioning quarterbacks and they've been hurt, don't talk about it. I, I, at this point, give me old man Ryan. I don't, I don't want, want him either. I don't, but he 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 can stay dur- He's durable, and he knows Kyle's system. I think I think you I think you go that route. If that's the veteran, if if you're going in the season with Trey Lance, Brock Purdy is still rehabbing still, exactly, and, exactly. And, and 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 it is between nine to twelve months, and you just need to have somebody there one who can help who can continue to help Trey with the offense. I feel like. Kyle is doing a great job. I feel like uh um what's his name? Who's um, the um Greasy? Brian uh, Greasy's doing a good yep, job. Yep, mm-hmm. And then I think from just a player's perspective, from somebody who's seen it, I think Matt Ryan can come in and do a really, really good job with no. helping Trey Lance continue to grow and understand the offense. That dude is not coming to my team. No, 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 he's a no, answer everywhere no. he goes. Yes, everywhere. Everywhere Washington he goes. is about to start Sam Howell and kick him to the curb. That's a good point. He is about to get kicked to the curb. He's done. Like his NFL and, career and listen, needs to be it, done. And listen, it never fails. When he was with the Eagles, there were players with the Eagles that said the, the, the dude was not liked in the locker room. Wow. After he after he left Philly and he went to Indy, uh-huh. there were players in Indianapolis who said the same thing. And I asked a shout out to my homie uh, who's a, 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 a commander's fan, uh, my homie Rio. I said, what do you think about that? With Carson Wentz coming, he was like, listen, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know, this is a new opportunity. You know, he has a chance to come in and do something different than he was before. And let's give him the opportunity to see what he does. And there are players within the commander's organization that said, this dude is not liked in the locker room. You said so about three that Indianapolis too, remember? Yeah. So that's three different organizations where players in the team are like, yo, this guy's not liked in the locker room. He just has this aura, this air about him mm-hmm. that just does not sit well with his teammates. And they don't rally behind him. They don't fight for him. They it, it, it's just not there. They like you said, the commanders rather go with Sam Howe. Like when Taylor Heineke started to play last year, you saw a different commanders team. They started mm-hmm. to wake up. They yeah. started to play better. They started to fight for each other. 
They weren't doing that under Carson Wentz. And it's some about the guy and his personality. And the, the funniest thing to me was it was early on this season. They caught Ron Rivera. Oh, yes. He was talking about the quarterbacks and talking mm-hmm. about, yeah. you know, winning and losing. And he said something bad. And then, like, the very next press conference, the week later, they asked him about it, and he got, like, defensive. And he got upset. And we're like, Coach, we ask you this question based off of something that you said. Like, (laughs) you you threw him under the bus. And now you're mad at us for calling you out for throwing your starting quarterback under the bus. Like, that's when I knew, like. It, it, it's 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 the same that it was in Philly and the same that it was in Indy. So Carson, it, if and John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan bring Carson Wentz to this team, oh no, he it's going to be some smoke in the city. Ooh. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. He does not fit our locker room culture. Not at all. Mm-mm. He doesn't. All right. So according to PFF, here are the free agent quarterbacks. Um, in their in their top 100 ranking, so there's probably others outside their top 100. So Lamar, I don't, I don't. They got Lamar Jackson up here, uh, Geno Smith. I mean, we don't have the capital, but no, I'm just talking about the, hypothetical scenarios. I'm just giving you the. the no, I, I, no, I feel you, but if we talking about hypothetical scenarios, do we try to trade for Lamar Jackson? <laughs> But bro, I that's that's another injured quarterback, bro. Ah, okay. I, you, I, as much as much as I like Lamar Jackson, at, at this point, give me Daniel Jones, bro. Like, like, bro, you know what? Listen, give give me Daniel. Jones. You know what? Like after I, I would, what we were able to see with him under Dayball, on uh, like, listen, I'll, I will take I'll take Daniel Jones too. Now, here's what I like about Daniel Jones. He's healthy. He, he 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 did get injured at one point in his career, but he relatively stays healthy. And the reason why he got injured because he runs too damn much. But I think he had to do that before Saquon Barkley like just hit the ignite button. He would be coming to a fire powered offense, and I think it boasts up the competition. So now you bring in Daniel Jones, you got Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy. Oh man, that quarterback room is sweet. The only and thing I don't with think Daniel you Jones, you gotta pay him. How, but what though? We, we, come on, man. They they declined this fifth-year option. I'm sure he's right. gonna get signed, but this is just a hypothetical, right? What? I mean, but I mean, based on where the numbers are for quarterbacks now, he's not oh. getting that. He's not getting top tier money. I mean, who honestly who makes more I, I, money next year, him or Jimmy Garoppolo? Who makes more money? Yeah, who gets the better, the bigger contract? He does because he's the younger player. He's the younger player. He has a higher upside. He's a better quarterback throwing the ball, and he finished the season. Jimmy didn't. So they're 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 projecting him to get a four year, forty million dollar deal. Yeah, hundred fifteen million guaranteed. Four year, forty million. It's a hundred sixty million total. One fifteen guaranteed. That's what they're projecting. Yo, Gino for Daniel Jones? For Daniel Jones. 40 a year, yeah. That's about four, right. Four year, 160 million? Yeah, bro. That cat about to get paid. Yeah, because um, they're, yeah, see, they're... It's, this, this is what I was thinking. 
because he didn't pick up his fifth year option. Mm -hmm. Yes, he had one good year, but mm -hmm. he doesn't have much beyond that. He's still kind of growing and maturing. If you could get Daniel Jones for anywhere from 20 to 25 million, I feel like that's a steal. But if they projected him to get four years, 140 million, 160 million. 16 guarantee because that that's just nice. where that's just where the, the market is for quarterbacks the yeah. the market is because freaking Jalen Hurts is probably going to get anywhere between 50 and 55 so I mean, Jalen Hurts is a free agent no but he's coming up on his because Jalen Hurts was a third round pick right so, mm -hmm. so they, four after years after his fourth year he need a contract. So, but the, he got one more year though, right? But they're yeah, going to pay you know, they him early. To work on those contracts early to. Yeah, so that explains it. why he had the year he had then. Yeah, they. Oh yeah. They're yeah, yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna pay him in the off season. So yeah, they're probably going so to take care of him. What you're saying is once this once his deal gets mm -hmm. done, it sets it resets the market. More than likely, okay. the the year that he had an MVP type Jesus. season. Oh yeah, definitely. And and the performance that he put on in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the fumble, but beyond that, Jalen Hurts was spectacular. That was amazing. No so doubt. He's he's gonna get forty five to fifty five million a year, and he's gonna reset the market for sure. Yeah, it definitely. Here it is. They said that it'll be upwards of fifty. Over so, fifty. A lot of people are probably like watching the show and they're like, what in the hell are they talking about? Right. And so it's off season talk. Right. And so uh the 49ers, it's weird, right? Because there are two things that the 49ers definitely need to figure out. One, Kyle Shanahan has to figure out his coaching staff. That's that's a whole nother monster. So while we're scouting talent, he ain't thinking about none of that. He's gonna be putting together the the remaining coaches that are gone. He's got to replenish that. So I trust Kyle to do that. He did it last year. Oh, yeah. A few weeks, a few yeah, weeks to kind of get acclimated to the NFL. And then they hit a stride after that week. And so that's Kyle Shanahan. But here's the thing. Free agency is first. Legal tampering period is in, what, 28 days, 30 mm -hmm. days to free agency. Yep. There's a bunch of free agents that's going to be talked about. The 49ers have money. They don't have a lot of money, but they have money. So let's just keep it a book. They do have some bread. That they can cash in. We mm -hmm. watched them spend money last year on Mooney Ward when they didn't have a lot of money. That's right. <laughs> Expect some restructuring deals to go down. Christian McCaffrey will probably be the first to restructure. And and, and watch how how the 49ers and Parag Marate figure out a way to maneuver this. Exactly. <laughs> it's about right. moving money from this bank to this bank. Yep. So I could pay this guy. And you're going to get this. And you're going to get that. All right. So expect some stuff to go down. Um, since we're talking about free agents and since we're talking about the new year, because I really, this shows, we're we going to be done in 15 minutes. I promise, yo, off season, our shows, max. Let's get into some free agents, right? Because mm -hmm. I want to talk about 49er free agents. And then I want to know from you guys, give me an offensive and defensive free agent. If there's a list you could pull up, give me an offensive defensive free agent. The 49ers must sign like a guy that they must sign. I don't care about the money. I don't care about any of that. We could play <laughs> hypothetical. We got the money to sign somebody. I want to get your offensive and defensive free agent. Now, before we do that, let's go ahead and get into the Niners. So the Niners have 23 unrestricted free agents. Okay. Not 21, not 22, but 23. Total 28 overall when you add in the restricted guys. Ooh, but this is a list. Going through this list. Okay. 
I want you guys to pick a player that the 49ers are most likely to bring back. Now, here you got to, I want you to factor in everything. All right. Okay. Most, most likely to bring back. Peachy, you could go first. I'll leave this up here so you can see. Okay, no problem. Um, one thing right before that, uh, the commanders are in the process of offering Deron Payne a contract. So he is not going to be available. All right. And that's the smart they are thing. going to take care of him. That's before a, that's anybody a, starts salivating and trying well, to figure out how they're well, going to get him. I mean, I mean, we can <laughs> salivate. And I tell you what, a deal isn't a deal until it gets signed. And so if you if you feel like Deron Payne can be bamboozled or you know away from the the commander's cool, but I tell you what, they got a young defense, um, and I, I think Ron Rivera is like a player's coach, and and a lot of people love him. They love mm-hmm. to play for him. So yeah, that was it. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right, Peachy. Uh, okay. Let's go to that list. The list back up. Sorry. All right, here we go. These are the 49er unrestricted Ooh. free agents. Mm, you bring back one. We're all going to bring back one. Who are you bringing back? Who do you think, excuse me, not who are you bringing back? Who do you think the 49ers are bringing back off this list? I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Um, Mosley. Emmanuel Mosley, good one. Uh, You have to explain why. So I like that. That's actually a good one. Emmanuel Mosley, if you guys don't remember, he was injured this season. He was in his uh, contract year. He goes out with a season-ending uh, ACL injury. Uh, did he get the interception on that play? I can't remember. My memory's vague. Did he get the pick and got hurt, or did was he defending the pass and got hurt? I no, can't he remember. got he got he got the pick earlier. Oh, he got the pick earlier. Yeah. Okay, he got the I pick remember him going up to go get the ball and he just landed awkwardly. It was just ugh, it was nasty. Uh, yeah. But I like that. So, Peachy, tell us about mostly. Why do you think the Niners are going to bring him back? Because uh, mostly just when. When Mosley's out there, he's one of the best corners that we have out there. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that everybody else just gels different when he's out there. We really missed having Mosley out there this year. If he can just stay healthy, <laughs> that's all I think about it. And just man, if they could just, you could just find a way to just stay healthy. I definitely want Mosley back. I like the pick. It seemed to look a lot better. When Mosley's um, out there, I think you're 100 correct. I think the def- the secondary was a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Nobody was throwing on us. This is when the secondary was like number one in the NFL, right? Exactly. Talanoa Hufunga had like all his interceptions when Mosley was playing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but seriously, because they were able to play man and zone at the same time, and they yeah. were locking up. They were playing zone on one side with Mosley, you know, and then man on the other side right. with, with Mooney Ward. And the defense looked crazy. And it allowed Hufanga to kind of like play in the box and freely play and, and line up at the line of scrimmage. And then it allowed Tashawn, you know, Tashawn Gibson to get acclimated to the system and be a good, you know, ball, not ball hawk, but like it's just a guy that can move around out there, play center yeah. field, right? Boom. That's what you got. Moment mostly goes down. Secondary takes the hit. Then you started seeing the 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 deficiencies in the defensive line. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you peeped that, but the defensive line kind of went down. And usually, yep. according to Debo Samuel, you know the defensive line helps make some people all pros. But from the, in the 49ers, it looked like they had some all pros out there that the defensive line really wasn't helping. Mm-hmm. They were making the defensive line better because you talked about mostly. So I love that pick. I think it's in favor of the Niners' peach because. 
I mean, he got injured. Oh yeah, definitely. And so the like Niners instead of some team friendly, it should be it should be pretty good. It's it's gonna be one of them deals. Hey man, you're amazing at what you do. I just don't know if you'll be able to give me a full season. I tell you what, uh, you're free to test the market, so go do your thing. But we got an offer for you. You know, he's not restricted, so they can't match anything. But right. they, they will have an offer, and, and I'm not sure if other teams believe in him as much as the 49ers. So we'll right. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, great pick, Peach. Moses, I'm going to put the list back up there. All right. Who do you feel off of this list the 49ers are going to bring back? Peachy said Emmanuel mostly, and it made sense because it kind of makes – it makes your secondary stronger, much stronger. Who are you going with? Mm. <clears throat> she actually took who I was going to take, so this one's tough. Uh I got I gotta go with old reliable. Um I gotta go with Daniel Brunskill. Wait a minute. Hold, what? what? <laughs> um um okay, Mose. Um I just I just think you. for I think for what we do offensively, um, I think we saw Kyle trust some young guys this year. I think it worked out. Um, but I also know that if something were to happen to anybody on that offensive line, there's nobody else that he trusts enough to come in and play tackle guard and maybe even center than it is Daniel Brunskill. He is the, <laughs> he is the Swiss army knife on the offensive line. And as much as I don't like it, Breezy's question was, who do I feel the 49ers would bring back. Ah, he, gotcha. he 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 changed the question because he, he asked <laughs> who do you who do you want to bring back? He said, No, 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 no. Who do you feel the 49ers will bring back? So based off of Breezy's question, I feel like it'll be Brunskill just because they trust him on that offensive line at multiple positions. I did that on purpose with the with the switcheroo. Uh, because we have to look at it from the lens of the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I want to do more of that going into season four of the Nitty Gritty Niners show, right? So we'll be that's going crazy, bro. Four. Season four. That's insane. Ah, thank you guys. I mean, round of applause to everybody that's been rocking with us for this. Yes. Period. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> um, so so yeah, I, I wanted to change that up. And, and so, you know, you mentioned Brunsky. I, I, I don't I I Brunskill had a had a decent year, but I don't I feel like he's expendable. Uh and, and it's because of the development of Spencer Burford. And maybe they teach him to be that hybrid guy. Hey man, I need you to line up at guard. I need you to line up at tackle. I need, what if that's that what that's what they're gonna end up doing with Spencer? Which you're like, why would you do that? And 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 it's because he has the versatility. He was drafted as a tackle. He started basically the whole season, his rookie career as a guard. Nick Zakil was on this roster all year long. That man from Fordham never, ever made the practice squad. There's something about Nick Zakil that the 49ers like. I don't know if he's going to replace Jake Brindle at the center position. I don't know. But it's funny that you picked Daniel Brunskill. I got to go back to the list 
because I'm going to look at this from a 49ers lens. I'm looking at these players. Jimmy Ward's going to cost too money. They're over, uh, over, they're overdone with Jimmy Garoppolo. Samson Ebukam just doesn't cut it. Uh, Peachy picked mostly. I think they are okay at right tackle because I think they have a guy in camp named Nick Zakil. Al Shair can't afford him. Robbie Gold. Uh, shoot. Mm-hmm. Most pick Brunskill. Some of these players, they're going to bring back multiple players off this list, to be honest with you, because some of them aren't going to cost us much. I'm going at the, the high-end targets. I'm going to go with an edge rusher, and I'm going to go with Charles Omenahu. Now, I know Omenahu. Now, I know he had the situation toward the end of the season, but if it came up on a toss-up between Jordan Willis, Samson Ebukam, and Charles Omenahu, and Kerry Hyder. Them your four guys. A minute you gets the nod for me because of his versatility and his dominance in the inside and the outside. When he lined up at the outside, he was able to create pressure. When he lined up in the inside, he was able to create pressure and be in there to stop the run. And so I like that. He he was drafted as an edge rusher. They forced him to play inside um, at that, what, three technique or whatever it was and whatnot. Kind of like, sort of like the DeForest Buckner kind of role at times. And then when he lined up back at outside, he still had the energy. I think the kid has the motor. He's proved that he is NFL caliber, uh, built tough. Uh, and I think Charles Aminahue would be my pick. What are your thoughts on the 49ers bringing back Aminahue? I agree with you. If it, if it's among those four guys, I think mm-hmm. Aminahue was the first one to get a contract offer. Okay. Good. So um, here's the breaking news from Ian Rappaport. The Raiders are releasing Derek Carr in advance of his money being fully guaranteed. So Here there it go. is. It's done. Will he be a 49er? That is the question. It, it makes the quarter. It, it makes the controversy of quarterbacking, not for the 49ers, but for the NFL, interesting. Because once again, I thought Jimmy. Let, let me go back to the quarterbacks because let me let me let me let me read the quarterbacks. Here are the free agents. Uh, I believe Lamar Jackson. He's prop. They're probably going to franchise tag Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I just feel like that's yeah, yeah. They probably will. Right, Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett. With Kirk Carr just being released, I'm sure he bumps up into the top five and it knocks out Jacoby Brissett. Because mm-hmm. now he'll be a free agent. Oh yeah, definitely. So it'll 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 mm-hmm. take him out of the top mm-hmm. five. Might put him at two. Might put him at the third. Jimmy Garoppolo would drop down to the five. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. It all starts though with Lamar Jackson, right? Would you would mm-hmm. you agree with that? It's going to start with Lamar. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But it's He's crazy. the first domino to fall. That's the yeah. first domino to fall. That's definitely. the first domino to fall. So uh, the the Ravens are saying. What the Ravens are saying is that if even if they franchise tag him, that they would be listening to that they might be willing to listen to a team that might blow them away with, you know, trade offers like a made, you know, like it would have to blow them away with something. You know, I'm saying I don't think they're going to let him go. Mm. I really don't. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, TJack478 had a question. He says, besides Bosa, who else should the Niners extend this offseason? 
or try to get big name free agent, which leads us into our next segment. So we all pick the 49er that we feel like the team is going to bring back. Mm-hmm. Now you guys are going to give me a free agent offensive and defensively uh, from another team. And obviously it's pending on what the other teams do. We don't know yet. <laughs> Has it started? Peachy already said Deron Payne, nine times out of 10, is going back to the commanders. So you guys got to do your homework or we'll do the homework for you. You just got to tune in. Make sure you hit that like button if you're watching too. By the way, let's go with Moe's first. Give me an offensive player you feel like the 49ers bring need to bring in. Or first, what offensive position do the 49ers need to address, in your opinion? I, I, heard, I, I heard what you said earlier. <laughs> I already got my offensive player. Okay, go ahead. Right tackle from Jacksonville Jaguars, Jawan Taylor. Ooh. Bring him into this team right now. Get him in camp. Get him in the offseason with Trent Williams. Get him into mental, whipped into mental shape. Listen, listen, him. I, th- I when you talk about somebody who you know is willing to improve in his game, you know, at first they were calling Jawan Taylor a bust Correct. because he was he was drafted. Uh, you know, he's pretty high in the second round. He wasn't a first round draft pick. He was slated to be a first round draft pick. Fell a little bit into the second round, early second round. Um, but a young kid out of Florida had an amazing career there. Gets to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, had some stumbling blocks early on trying to find his footing. But now I feel like he has found it. Um, and, again, he's uh, because he was in the second round, he, Jacksonville doesn't get that fifth-year option. He's an unrestricted free agent. I feel like, you know, he might want to stay in Jacksonville. They are building something new. They still have a young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. That offense started to come on later in the season. They have a great quarter uh, uh, head coach in Doug Peterson. Uh, but if he is going to test his options and try to get to a, a, another situation, um, you know, I think it, it, it may be hard because he went to Florida. Now he's in Jacksonville, so he's home. Uh, but if we are able to pry him and get him on the West Coast, I think Jawan Taylor at right tackle would be a tremendous, you know, addition to this offensive line. Stick him next to Spencer Burford, get him Burford. Jason Poe, Aaron Banks, Trent Williams, all in a room together working out uh, and, and pushing each other to be better. I think this offensive line is going to be a problem. All right. Uh, I like that. Moe's went with the offensive line. Peachy, offensive player, who would you go with? If they if they even address an offensive player in free agency. Uh... Key needs would be, I would say, center, tight end. Um, those are some of the positions because they got Dwelly. I believe Croft is a free agent. They it's just George Kittle. Um, I don't necessarily think they need to pick up any. Uh, I'm going to read to you the available tight ends. Okay. All right. So Dalton Schultz, Evan Ingram, who had a phenomenal year. Yes, he did. Uh, Mike Gasecki, Hayden Hurst. Didn't the 49ers look at Austin Hooper at one point? Yes. And then Foster Moreau are the top tight ends of the top out of the 100 for PFF. These are the top guys. Give me Gasecki, man. I just love that dude so much. Yeah, I like I like Gasecki, but does he help the 49ers? How 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 would he help the 49ers, guys? Because I know he would help us vertically in the passing game. One right. He didn't help Mike McDaniels. That's why they didn't feature him. And I think it's because they couldn't use him in the blocking game. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and we know that that's a prerequisite. 
if you're going to play tight end for the Niners, but you have to be able to block for sure. Absolutely. So that's um, true. So that's why I, I think I, I think I scratch you. I think Dalton Schultz is going to cost too much money. Oh, absolutely. And I think that <laughs> if, if I'm, if I don't know, Evan Ingram and Gusecki, I don't think fits. It would come right. down. If, if I was looking at a tight end, maybe Hayden Hurst or he, uh, or Austin Hooper would be the guy that I think they try to go back around with yeah. under that position. If they if they address I'm the sure. tight end. So you don't right. have to address that position, but that's just who who's there. Um defense is gonna be much easier to talk about because we're like we're kind of stacked in the offense. Um Peach, I right already have my defensive player that I want. You'll go first in the defense. All right. So here's who I would who here's who I would address. Uh, in the offense, um, mm-hmm. Big Window is a free agent. It's an unknown of who's going to play center, so they don't know who's going to play center. They don't mm-hmm. know who's going to play right tackle at this particular moment, right? Connor McGovern from the New York Jets mm-hmm. is a, soon to be thirty years old. Well, he is thirty years old, soon to be thirty-one, I guess. Um, and the Forty ers usually like that veteran type of a center, and so. I think that they try to bring him in here. If he doesn't get signed, I would bring him in here. He's a great run blocking center. That's what the 49ers need. Guys that mm-hmm. can get out there and get quick. Uh, and his pass blocking was pretty good. Here's his yeah. here's his grades, right? So his pass blocking grade was close to a 70 this year. And then his run blocking grade was like a 77, which made him 13th overall in tight end. So that's a guy. Um, Connor McGovern. Or they could bring in former first round Garrett Bradbury, but he just wasn't good with minnesota like he didn't he didn't he wasn't good he didn't pan out to be what i thought so it's 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 coming down to that and that's if they don't sign jake brindle which possibly he can be back remember we said that some of those free agents on that list from the unrestricted won't require a big chunk of money so the 49ers will be able to sign a hefty few of those guys all right, so we'll see what happens. Let's go defensively, and we'll get up out of here. How about that? Let's go with Peachy first. Moe's out in with my defense. My defensive free agent crush. Peachy, who you got? Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates, safety out of Cincinnati. How how likely are they going to franchise tag this guy again? Like, <sighs> He's so mad. He does not He wants others so bad unless they figure out something because he does not want to go through this again. It's like the franchise tag is like a gift and a curse, right? I mean, if the market is high for safety, you're going to get paid for at least one year. But guys want security, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where the franchise tag sucks. Mm -hmm. I I like Jesse Bates, though. And he's over it. And he publicly lets people know that he's over it, too. And... Uh-huh. <laughs> he was hanging with the 49ers this past yes, week. Yes, he was. And Nick Bosa says, great group of guys or something like that. It was a weird. Yep, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I like it. I, lo- I love Jesse Bates. I think his price tag might be a little bit too high, but I think yeah. if we really, really want him, we'll go get him. Oh, yeah. Uh, this These aren't my defensive players, but when I was thinking about Jesse Bates and if somebody took him, which Peachy did, I actually like an Ohio State player and uh-huh. a Michigan player as backup options if we don't go after Jesse Bates. Okay. At the safety like position? Him. At the safety position. So who do you, who, who do you have? Because I, I know who I want. I like Von Bell. Von Bell. Another Cincinnati Bengal who's a free agent. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I still like Jabril Peppers. 
I think he's young. How is he a free agent? Wasn't he a free agent last year? He only signed a one-year deal. I think so. He's on my he's on my list on Sports Track as an unrestricted free agent. Fun fact: Von Bell from here. Oh, he's from Chattanooga. Nice. Okay. Um. So if I if I was picking a safety, then it's 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 the kid from Philly. Um, CJ, CJ, man, give me, give me Chauncey, give me, give me Garner Johnson, yo. Like, look, look, let him play back there. And I don't know, I know nine times out of ten, they're gonna probably bring in Tashawn Gibson. Hopefully, I, I, I thought, in my opinion, I thought Gibson played for a contract this year. I thought, mm-hmm. I feel like he should get paid. I mean, yeah, he, didn't he lead the team in interceptions? Yeah, five. I think that there's going to be some teams that are going to be interested in. They get a know. veteran in there. He's good to go. <laughs> I mean, good. Yep. Um, I no, like I those a little. That, notice how we're talking about the safety. Somebody told me we didn't need any safeties. I said, can you please list the safeties on the 49ers, please? <laughs> Other than Talanoa Hufanga, because they all they all for me. I try to say stuff as 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 nicely as possible on Twitter. Without offending anybody, but I realized that my passive aggressive sarcastic talk just comes through. Period. This is what it is. All right. Who you got most? Peachy, that was a great pick. Okay. Listen, it is it is what it is until it ain't that way no more. Okay. Who you go with, bro? <laughs> we need it is what it is. Who you go until with we, until we find somebody to lock it up. We need somebody opposite Nick Bosa. Who you going Ooh. with? We need somebody. I know who, who I really, want. Really, really, really get after the passer. We need somebody who's still hungry and still has the mentality to tear somebody's head off their shoulders. Damn it, Mose. I, I was going with this position too, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Give me Jadavian Clowney. No, give me clowny. No, yes, not bro. yes. Out of yes. All the, wait, hold on. Give bro. me clowny. Hell no. Yes. Out of all the free agent give edge rushers, you pick give him. Me clowny. I want clowny. Yes. You sound like a clowny. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen, Mose. Let me just throw these names at you, bro. You pick, you pick this position. Let me throw these names at you. All right, bro. Brandon Graham. No, he's thirty-five. Bro, the no. Brandon Graham might he's retire old. too. And he he might and be out of here. Contemplating retirement. No, nope. nope. He ain't he ain't been he ain't been good since Oakland but, when they was Oakland. But, but hold on. Guess where he'll be coming to? I don't. It, He's he's been he's been on a downcline for years. That's why he was in Minnesota. That's why he was in Baltimore. That's why he was in Indy. Yeah. No, he's 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 all over the place. But you're talking nope. about a guy that's going to be coming into the top defensive line coach in the world, Craig. I, like, yeah. but Cl- I, but Clowney's a Clowney's a better pass rusher. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. Any other names you want to throw out? I'm looking at the list too. I mean, the, the, the person that I would want that I know we ain't gonna be able to afford. What about what about Marcus Davenport? About to be 20, 27. He has had injuries, but I like yeah. Davenport. Nah, he's too inconsistent for me. The only other the only other name on this list that I would consider Van Noy. 
Nope, because he's already been here. Arden Key. Oh. <laughs> I love this right here. here. <laughs> no, I said Arden Key. I don't want Key back. I, 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 if they make Key back into just an edge rusher, I can dig it. But That's if you got him being the tweeny guy, he played all right. But I just, mm-mm. yeah, I don't, I don't want him to be the, a tweener guy. Yeah, I want him to stay outside. On the edge. Outside, right? I, the, yeah. It all depends on how they choose to use it. But hey, man, look, they did it with um, uh, Kerry Hyder, and I can see him doing it with Arden Key. And Arden Key helped Jacksonville be relevant. Let's just keep and the going. only and the only problem that Jacksonville had, mm-hmm. which was pissing me off, is Arden Key, uh, the kid they drafted, Trayvon Walker, and Josh Allen. They kept dropping them dudes into coverage. They are not coverage linebackers. Good point. I don't understand why you're doing that. They could have really did something special and beat the Chiefs had they not continued to drop them into coverage. Like great point. They were a- they were able to get to him. Jacksonville was able to get to Patrick Mahomes more than Philly was in the Super Bowl. So, like, you got these three dudes. You two of them you drafted high. One you signed as a free agent. All three of them get after the quarterback, and you're dropping each one of them in the coverage. Like, why are you doing that? I understand scheme, and you're trying to confuse them and give them different looks. But if that's not what they're strong at, because Josh Allen, who is their best pass rusher struggled in coverage. Every time they dropped him into coverage, Patrick Mahomes attacked him because that's not what he does. He's athletic, but that's not what he does. Let them guys go after the quarterback. So that's why I said I I would bring back Arden Key if we are not desperate, but if we're looking for somebody and we're trying to fill some holes, we're trying to make sure we have competition and rotation, I would bring back Arden Key. I Um, feel like Drake Jackson gives me some Arden Key vibes. Like he I has think he, vibes. I, I think he gives me better than Arden Key vibes. No, no, I mean, I mean, as far as especially as far as getting your hands up, but he just yeah, 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 for sure. Like, like long, slinky. He got the moves because once once Drake Jackson gets that NFL physique, I, that boy gonna be a problem. I want to see if he if he takes a trip down to Florida with and Nick works Bosa. out with the and works out with the Bosses. I know they normally don't do that. They don't. But I don't know if anybody has ever asked Nick, like, Nick, can I come out with you and, and Joey for a week and just work out with y'all? I want to see if he if he takes that opportunity to reach out to Nick and go down to Florida to work out with him for a couple weeks, you know, get on that Nick Bosa program. I want to see if that changes what his body looked like. If he come in ripped up, then we know he, he was doing some work. All right. Our brother 49er Media put out a name. No, Robert Quinn. No, because so I'm this is this. So my position is interior, so I'm gonna go with the interiors. But Robert Quinn on the outside, what are your thoughts on him? If the Eagles couldn't make him a stud again, I don't think we can. Yeah, and mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's not about scheme or team, it's about ability. The Eagles had 70 plus sacks, they have four dudes with a with 10 or more sacks. Like, there were so many other guys to be focused on that the Eagles made a midseason trade to get Robert Quinn thinking that he could add to that. And really, Robert Quinn was a non-factor once he got to Philadelphia. He was a non-factor. But but is that because of rotation? 
because they were st- the Eagles are. But you, stacked, but you, bro. but you, but you would think even if it's because of rotation, he should be able to make an impact. Like yeah, he I, should be fresher. I, He's, I he is you, older. He'll be he'll be he'll be thirty three, but like because of that rotation, he should be fresher. He should always have fresh legs when he comes in because the guys in front of him is working and wearing out the offensive line that they play in, then he should be able to come in and do something, make some type of splash plays. If he still got the ability, he wasn't doing it in Chicago. Philly made a trade to bring him in. He wasn't doing it in Philly. I don't think think it has anything to do with scheme or team. I think just he's another player that's on the decline. Personally, like you talking Super Bowl this year, and I'm going to keep it a buck, yo. If I'm the 49ers, I'm going after as many Eagles as I can. And, and, and the reason being, reason being is they might have that one or two years left in the tank. And for the 49ers, that's all they need. They, that's all they need on that defensive. I feel like the, the games were lost, obviously, because Brock Purdy gets hurt. So then let's fix the trenches on the offensive line. Let's figure that out. Let's figure out a way to fix the trenches so that, you know, you know, they don't get bullied around on, on, on the field. Then on the defensive front, I felt like we were getting pushed back. And there's no disrespect to Ken Law, but he just ain't it. And so I feel like you gotta you gotta fill that, you gotta fill that void. And and yes, you draft a defensive tackle for sure. You draft another one. Right, you don't have to get him in the in the third. You get him in the third, fourth, fifth round. You draft this ton of them, right? On top of that, you see how Khalil Davis is playing. You bring back a couple of guys that's already there. Like I'm, I'm like when I go back to the 49er free agent list, this 49ers got to bring back Hassan Ridgeway. They got to bring him back. One year deal, bring him back. Bring him back. Right. right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look at the Eagles again. I'm gonna be like, hey Hassan, how you feeling about Hargrove, bro? Like, what are your thoughts on him? You know what I'm saying? See what they say, man. That's a kid I would bring back, bring here, Hargrave. Javon mm-hmm. Hargrave, he's 30 years old, phenomenal year. I'm sure the Eagles are going to look to resign him, but they got a lot of players. They, they got, got a, Philly, Philly tripping. I know. Philly is tripping. I, I but, but here's the thing. They're not going to be able to keep everybody. They're not because because their their main priority right now is Jalen Hurts. That's their main priority. Ah, so it starts there. Their main priority is going to be Jalen Hurts and giving him a contract. But then, hold on, let me uh, keep keep going, Breeze. I'm trying to bring up the. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, think, I'm like, listen, who can I line up? Who's going to be a threat in the pass rush and the run stopping game? That way. It helps me keep guys like uh, Ridgeway healthy because they're rotational guys. I don't got to sit here. You want to know what the issue with the 49ers defensive line is? The issue is this. They couldn't keep guys healthy because they kept utilizing them suckers inside and out. And at some point, it just was wear and tear. It was just attrition. Mm-hmm. Kerry Hyder couldn't be dominant because he didn't line up where he started and was drafted as. You made him an interior guy. And it was working at the beginning when they had energy. Kevin Givens is a as a uh, restricted free agent, isn't he? I so, think so. I, I he'll be back. I'll pull that up. The Eagles, right? So the only person on this list that might retire is Kelsey. Jason. Kelsey, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. 
Fletcher Cox, free agent. He's old. just talked about Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave. Even though he had the penalty, they brought him in for a reason. James Bradbury, I, Isaac Suomalu, the guard on the offensive line, Kaiser White, TJ Edwards, two integral linebackers on that defense. And Dominican Sue and Linval Joseph, they brought them in for the stretch run. They may not bring those guys back. Boston Scott, Miles Sanders yeah, is an unrestricted back. free agent. Mm-hmm. You got CJ Gardner Johnson. So there are some big names. And if Philly's prime objective is to extend Jalen Hurts, then some of these names on this list, they're not going to be able to bring they're back. So yeah. if you can go get a hard grave, or like you said earlier, if you can go get a Chauncey Gardner Johnson, you know, now's your opportunity to go do it. I agree. I agree. But I feel like, I feel like the areas that we talked about, like Peachy says safety, we got one safety, yo. Just so for those that are watching, there's one safety on the roster. Now there's some guys that can possibly like develop like a a, a Quantrez Knight, like possibly can turn in. I, I don't know. I'm not dealing with possibles. It's not spades. I, I, I need books. Like, you know right. what I mean? The window is now. Your books. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we need books. Sure. Okay. Sure. Books. Um, and so when you look at that, man, that, that, that's where it kind of, it kind of trickles down. So I'm saying to myself, all right, Peachy's right. We need a safety. And then you go after the best. You, you, you shoot your shot. You shoot your shot. And then you have several other shots. <laughs> right, the reason I why think that it, I said think that it's, is it's Jesse Bates, yeah, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, absolutely, Von Bell, Jabril Peppers, and then anybody after right, that. So I think I, that's I, where I, you go So I got a little different trajectory. So I think it's Jesse Bates, it's Jimmy Ward, then it's CJJ, Chauncey, whatever his name is. And then I think those are your top three. But I think you would do Jimmy Ward over Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I think so. I know you. Get, I know you're getting an oh, older no. Ward. The thing I right. like here, here's what I like about so I, I okay, Peachy. You picked you picked Jesse Bates, but here's why I took CJ over him because he could play in a nickel. And the same thing Jimmy Ward can do, he could play in a nickel. And so God forbid the 49ers are able to bring back to Sean Gibson. I know Jimmy Ward wants to play safety. <laughs> so there's no way he's coming back. But CJ Charlie, whatever his damn name is. He, there's a possibility that he can come here as a safety and rework into the nickel spot. He's younger. And so that's why I, I took him. But I'm thinking as far as the top safeties that are going to be right. available, I think it go Bates, Ward, CJJ, Von Bell. That's mm-hmm. such But for the same reason that you said, that's why I put Chauncey over Jimmy Ward. Because he's younger? Not just because he's younger, because okay. oh, he's willing and to play the. Nickel. He's willing. Okay, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. willing to play okay. anywhere because okay. he just okay. wants to be on the field. Okay. Jimmy Ward has shown this thing, like, bro, I, I'm a safety. I found my niche at safety. Like when I first got here, when I was younger, I played corner. I played nickel. I played safety. Mm-hmm. You know, I had some injury issues. I couldn't stay on the field. Like I found my home here, and I want to be here. Chauncey Garner Johnson, like, yo, I put me on the field. Because I make plays. Respect. I just want to be on the field to make plays. Respect. Coupled with the fact that he is younger. That's why I will put him over Jimmy Ward. Yeah, I mean, so you talk about Taylor Hawkins, who is with the Niners. Like, again, possible. So, like, I'm not saying these guys can't develop. They're just possible. So, speaking of that, like, let's end the show 
with some good news because the 49ers did sign linebacker uh, Marcelino McCreary Ball to a one-year deal. Mm -hmm. And let me explain to you why this is important. Mm -hmm. If you didn't get a chance to check out the article that I wrote for 49ers website, go ahead and give it a chance. Go ahead, go ahead and give it a read. I think it was pretty good. I actually did it right before the show. Uh, and they it's published, so it's out there. Check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. But here's why this is important. And I was talking to Tony, and it was like, yo, Breezy, how crazy is it that they signed him to a one-year deal? What have they been doing with a lot of their uh, younger players? They've been giving them what? Four-year deals. Contracts. Mm-hmm. That means the fact that they gave this – is, this is the language that the 49ers are talking. The fact that they didn't give him a futures contract they gave him a one-year deal simply means this. They expect him to come in here and compete for that linebacker spot. I'm sorry, but I think Aziz is just going to command way too much money. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and yeah. He, needs, uh, he, he needs to go to a team where he's going to be the Drake Greenlaw or the Fred Warner. Because in my opinion, he's more of a Mike linebacker. He just And that's Houston. There. Forgot about them. Damn. That's Houston. And I, I forget who I forget who put the story out there. So I'm I'm not taking credit for it. I heard it from somebody else. But um, when Aziz first came to the league and he was a young guy trying to make the roster, he like lived with D'Amico Ryan's for a little bit, like yes, he sleeping did. on his couch and stuff. Like, and like they built like a a big brother, little brother type of relationship, which I think also helped Aziz to grow and mature and develop into the player that he's become. So, you know, he has an opportunity to get a, a a contract to secure his future for two, three, maybe even four years. He has a chance to go to a team that's rebuilding. He can help establish the culture, you know, help uh, install the defense that D'Amico wants to run. And he has an opportunity to be a starter and show what he can do. I think he goes to Houston. Very well said. Look, I, it, it makes all the sense. The, the stars are aligned for him. He's going to go there and 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 probably be that Mike linebacker, which you've seen him do when Fred Warner went down. Who was the Mike? It was Aziz Al Shayer. They left Greenlaw at the will. Uh, if you guys don't understand the terminology of the Mike, the Will, the Sam, listen, I- I'm gonna do a Patreon on it. I'll go ahead and break it down to you there. But it's just simple. It's your weak side. It's your strong side. So on your weak side, you're usually covering guys that go out like and, and passing, and so that's why you see Drake Greenlaw out there covering, playing in the zone, dropping back, playing in coverage, also in there on the tackles. And I think when it comes to Aziz Al-Shair, like he's also your base down guy. And so like he wasn't used in nickel because he wasn't the better coverage guy. He wasn't better than Greenlaw in coverage. Now, if Greenlaw was out, he played the weak side and he did it well. But that's why Greenlaw got the contract and they set up for Aziz to go out there. He's going to get a contract this year. He's going to get a nice, size, sizable contract. Undrafted, right? Undrafted to a contract. Let's t- that boy is a problem. That's something dope. But congratulations to Marcelino McCreary Ball. Uh, if you guys don't remember me, he had the interception in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Okay. Not only did he have the interception, yeah. He returned the shit 57 yards. That boy is fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're going like to get. Him. Speed. You're going to get ball hawking abilities. He's going to be able to track that ball. Glad he's back. To work on would be his tackling, his recognition of the run, opposed to playing it as a pass. Little things, but you get that when you get reps. 
when you're out there just being a practice squad guy, those aren't reps. So the more he plays, the more he's going to grow. I think he's going to fit right in. You know, the only thing missing PGMOs is D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. Now, I like I like Holland. I think he's a yep. great linebackers coach. Johnny Holland, right? And I, and I think we still have Johnny Holland. Great guy. Marcelino McCurry Ball, also great guy. Met him in Atlanta. He's really cool. But I think Fred Warner is at a point right oh, now where right. he can be almost like now player coach, especially for the linebacker group. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's reaching that stage in his career where those guys in that room are looking to him for everything, how to be a pro, how to prepare, how to study film, how to carry yourself off the field. And it's a standard. To me, everything he yes, he's, he's the setting the standard. He is the and standard. I think, <laughs> and I think because he has so much respect from all the guys in the locker room, I think the guys in his position room, you know, they have no choice but to try to attain that level, which I think also helps. And and again, That's like you said, that is that is a huge credit to D'Amico Ryan's coming in and developing these guys as players as men, as leaders. Um, so, yes, his presence will be missed. Um, but I think everything that he's done, you know, he's left a mark, especially in that linebacker room, I think will be fine. There it is. Let's get to the Super Chat contributions. We got a couple of them from Sean. Shout out to Sean. He says Grant <laughs> said that Purdy isn't good enough to win a Super Bowl. No, nah, nah, don't, don't skip no, over the don't AKA. don't skip over that. Don't skip over the AKA. Mm-hmm. This ain't a shot. He said Grant, a.k.a. Albino Stephen A. Smith. Why couldn't he just be like, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the white dudes? Why couldn't he just be, uh, what, what's the other dude I can't stand? Uh, Skip, Skip Bayless? Yeah, why couldn't he just be Skip? Like, nah, because Skip be saying some outlandish stuff, yo. What's yo, the it, other it, guy, Peachy, yo, you it watch? Got, it, got, it got so bad oh. that like... Peachy, what's the guy you watch that liked Trey Lance because he was dating his daughter and then... Colin Cowherd? Yeah. Ain't that Grant? That's Grant Moore Grant. No, because Colin Cowherd, he's he flip-flop and like that's that's one thing I can say about Grant. Grant don't flip-flop. Grant won't flip-flop. Got you. Grant don't flip-flop. Cowherd flip-flop too much. Okay. And Skip Bayless, like he's on TV as as a Cowboys fan, caping for the Eagles. Oh, they got robbed. Da da da. The Eagles. I didn't watch any sports. I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, you really fan all this as a Cowboys fan? Like, okay, all you right. Just want to, you just want to be on the opposite side to argue for no reason. Always has to be, yeah. Okay, you just got to get a word in. All right, so albino Stephen A. Smith said that Purdy isn't good enough to win a Super Bowl. He's kind of the guy Purdy that's been proving people all his life. You think Hertz gets a Butterfinger sponsorship because he had that fumble? That was more like he's. It looked like, all right, so if you go back to the fumble, it looked like he was losing his footing and then trying to tuck the ball in at the same time. You ever you ever almost fell? You tried to brace yourself? Don't nothing else matter but you not busting your ass. That's kind of what I got. Right. We, and we, spent, we spent zero time talking about that, too, as far as that whacked up field that they were talking about today on TV. They spent a lot of time talking about that crazy field. But you know why that I they played I, on I don't talk about both it, teams? Because the Chiefs... Played it, on the same field. It, it didn't fuck with them. 
No, it did. It was it both of them. Too. It was both of them that so, were talking so, about it. So that's so what both, I was out. So the I Chiefs was fumbled the ball because of the field being it messed was, up? It was even. No, they didn't fumble the ball, no, but no, they were slipping and sliding. And, yeah. You yeah, know, they, trying, they to, kept trying to get in and out of routes or breaks. Welcome to Arizona. Right. Where the 49ers play. <laughs> Yo, remember <laughs> that year? We had to go there, and that had to be our home. Was that the uh, that was uh, that was a COVID, COVID year? That was COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's a COVID year. Home away COVID from season. Home. So, is it because of mm-hmm. the stuff they added to the field, like the the writing, all that type of stuff? You think? I don't know. It was some Not kind a, of. Um, they were talking about it. It's some kind of stuff that they put on top, or it's like some some, some, some weird new stuff they put. Yeah, grass kind of hybrid grass compound or something like that. Yeah. Like, Snake fields, like. Yeah. Just natural grass, natural grass, right. and that's and that's the stadium where the whole field slides from inside to outside, outside. to get natural sunlight. So why won't why don't you just have a, a landscaping crew that comes in, maintains it, waters it, does it gets the proper sunlight for photosynthesis and the chlorophylls that's and all something. that stuff? Wow. Like, yo, just play I mean, on natural you grass. Super Bowl. Like, why are you why are you messing with that? Like, why are you trying to like put new stuff up? Like they're trying to make some kind of new concoction or some kind of new turf or some kind of new stuff that they had. Like, why are you doing that for the Super Bowl? Well, well, then at least it was fair because it effed up both teams. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could complain about it, but I mean, hey, yeah. I mean, listen, Jalen Hurts had three rushing touchdowns. I mean, didn't mess with him. We're not, we're not going to complain about you know one slip up and one fumble because of the turf. Like he was still able to run the ball effectively. All them QB sneaks. Wasn't nobody complaining about yeah, the turf then? So it was like, just affecting both both sides, though. But yeah, I got you though. All right, Sean says Chiefs said feels good, baby. Beagle said no, it hurts. Hey, Glass Jim is available. I can't tell if that's a curse word. That was me. Sm- oh no, that was him smashing his fingers with the hammer for typing that. <laughs> Listen, I do. Jimmy's going somewhere, I think. Just One year deal, here. somewhere. Just not here. It's just not here. He's going somewhere. There's no way over Kyle Shanahan's dead body that he's going to let Jimmy Garoppolo come back. If you, if I think John <laughs> Lynch would get fired, I, I really. You want to see a firing? You want to see a? Uh, remember back in the day, it was it was Jim Harbaugh versus Trent Baalke. You want that to happen and. <laughs> San Francisco, no, they have to move on from Jimmy. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Maybe in Vegas, wherever Jimmy. You know what? I just I want to play Jimmy twice a year. So I really think that Aaron Rodgers is um, when he comes out of being in I forgot um, in that. the darkness. And anyone who didn't see <laughs> you need to um, walk into that marvelous light, he better go accept yo. Jesus. I feel like it's um, funny every time they, they say he's going my, into the My darkness. thing that I put on there, my sister, because she's like, you know, everybody knows that she loves um, Aaron Rodgers. She was so mad because I put that, um, uh, what's the character from Lord of the Rings? My precious. 
I put, uh, <laughs> I put it, it up there on the thing. <laughs> she got mad. I'm I'll like, the thing. He comes out he there. Look like Spiegel, doesn't he? Schmiegel, Spiegel, whatever his name was. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, he's going to spend four days in the darkness in isolation and whatever he's doing so he can come back and request a trade to the Raiders. And then he's going to go to the Raiders so he can play with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. That's all he's going to do. I mean, so why, there's so no what, mystery to this. I wonder if he pulls the Derek Carr stunt in Green Bay. The Packers already told him that if he wanted to trade, that he could have one. They're over his, his crazy crap okay. and all his different, like, you know, special medications and all this other stuff that he does and all the other stuff that he does. Yeah, he's so, he, he going to get ayahuasca put on the band list. Right. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers go to the AFC West, yo. Let me tell you who their quarterbacks would be, bro. That's That'd be insane, bro. Justin Herbert. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. Who I think is going to have a crazy, freaking phenomenal year this year, upcoming. I don't ask me why. With Sean Payton. Because I know we know why. Sean Payton. I know. Payton. I know. I just didn't want to say it. And freaking the MVP. And Patty my homeboy. Hey. Damn. Because Sean Payton has already cleared out all that extra stuff that Russ, all the privileges that Russ had there in Denver. All that stuff is gone. Sean oh, he, he got, he, he, he got rid of his go. office. His crew, all that got to go. office in Denver, the, bro? Yes. Yo, he had, they had, yeah, they gave all him that, an, All like, that got to go. He had an office like he was an office yes. or the head coach. All that. All that had with a, to with go. A desk and a all of Russ's special coaches a couch that he had, and chairs and like all that open window to the the, tra the training. Facility Sean Payton got rid of all field. that. All My that had a, he had an office. Yes, he had an office. He had special coaches. He had all these different people that were coming in, like you know, a nutritionist, um, a like massage, like all these people that would come in. Sean Payton came and cleared out all of it. Came and cleared out all of it. <laughs> you have. All right, here we go. Let's let's end the show with this, right? Great show. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you guys over here, the nitty gritty family. I gave my Super Bowl 2058 prediction. It's gonna be 49ers and Buffalo. A lot of people say no to Buffalo. Let me just remind you that their defense was missing, like their whole secondary was shot, like the beginning of the season. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um Peachy, Super Bowl prediction. I know it's early. Who you got? I have my other Super Bowl prediction that I had. I had the 49ers with the Bengals. 49ers, Bengals. Who you got most? I was going to take that, but to give you something different, I feel like the Chiefs get back there and we get a rematch of 2019. 49ers, Chiefs. Ed McCaffrey, father of Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome dude, be, by the way. going to be Niners and the Broncos. And yes. The mm -hmm. So, guys, uh, the odds for the Niners making the Super Bowl is in their favor this year. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's about to be crazy. Now, everything's pending on who we get, blah, 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 all that good stuff. But uh, if the 49ers can get <laughs> Steve Wilkes to keep that defense at number one and whatever way he does it, 
Okay. Keep the defense number one by any means necessary. Okay. And, and find a way to get a healthy quarterback, whether it's Trey, whether it's Brock, it's going to be one or the two. Find a way to keep your quarterbacks healthy all year. The 49ers are going to light the league on fire, bro. And I think the league knows it. And I think that's why they weren't in the Super Bowl this year. Because once this, once that league get lit on fire, ain't no way they putting that junk out. Mm-mm. I'm just telling you, because last time I checked, the script was in, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Mo's Peachy has been real. Any final thoughts? We'll get about it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Rogers is Drew. He does look like Droopy, but then there's times when his hair is stringy and his mm-hmm. eyes are big when he's on those drugs. He <laughs> exactly. Looks I'm trying to tell you, nobody watched Lord of the Rings. They don't know what the hell I'm talking about. That's what I'm trying to say. Like that's, I'm telling you that that's what it was, it was probably the, looks it like was, now because he's on that, all that stuff right now. Wasn't Smeagol <laughs> Smeagol or Smeagol? Wasn't he the Hobbit at one point and he wore yeah. the green too long and it turned Schmeagle. him into Yes, and mm-hmm. it was doing it to Frodo. Remember, well, he just has that one strand of hair sticking out. Sometimes Aaron, Aaron Rodgers looks like that, bro. He does. But, droopy too. Sorry that last. <laughs> Sid is crazy. Yo, I want to go watch some joints. All right, man. It's been real. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Appreciate all the super chat contributions. Uh to all the members out there. Love you, man. Congratulations to Christy Marie. All right. She Yay. is the winner of the Run CMC shirt. Thank you, I hope Christy. the family's doing well. It is Smeagol. Smeagol. That was his name. I said Spiegel, like it's a clothing magazine or some shit. But anyway, it is what it is. It's been real. We'll see you guys next mm-hmm. Monday. Same time, same place. There'll be plenty of Niner stuff to talk about. We hope. Always. All right. Get ready, man. It's about to be a long off season. Damn, the draft is 70 plus days away. Man. <laughs> Coming up. 15, 15 to the combine, 30 to free agency, 76 to the draft. Very close. What are we going to do? Oh, man. It's been real. Love y'all, man. Stay up. <laughs> Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty, y'all.